Monster with Kyle Kinane and Dave Stone. Mean it! Say it again! The Boogie Monster with Kyle Kinane and Dave Stone. Oh, not sexy, like real. The Boogie Monster with Kyle Kinane and Dave Stone. Blood, what up, fuck face? What's up, you pumpkin pie haircutted freak? <laughs> I'm bring what are you doing? I'm gonna bring fuck face back. I love fuck face. Hey, fuck face. The alliteration, it's it's harsh. It's harsh, but it doesn't mean anything. Say. Yeah, it doesn't mean anything, but like it's like fuck face. Like it's oh yeah, those it's, hard F's. It sounds good. Yeah. Look at this fuck face. It's just good. It's a good one. Fuck face is good. Fuck stick. I like fuck stick. Hey, fuck stick. Get out of my way. Fuck stick just sounds like a guy everybody else was saying fuck face. And he's like, I got to be different. You had to be a real fuck face yeah. about it. You know? <laughs> Look at this fuck face trying to change the fuck stick. Fuck mm. wit's a pretty good one, though. Yeah. I was saying fuck face a lot because I was just, I drove back from uh, Eugene. And uh, I'll tell you, man, like, I don't miss LA traffic, but I miss the assertiveness of LA drivers. Yeah. Real, real molasses feet up here in Oregon. <laughs> real, real fucking howdy do in the left lane, Rachel. I, uh, the left lane, left lane cruise. I know, I know. No you, yeah, just, just literal just dudes in old pickup trucks and cowboy hats. Rachel and I coined a phrase because she was driving the other day. We're just like, why don't you get yourself a horse so you can giddy up and get out of here? Get a horse and giddy up out of here, or something like that. I don't know. Get a horse and giddy up. Yeah, it was a long one. Get a horse and giddy up. Is that a phrase? No, I don't know. It is now. It was something along those lines. But yeah, man, a lot of uh, How, a lot of real fuck faces over per- in the left lane. What percentage of drivers do you think have no fucking fuck face idea that they're not supposed to be in the in the fast lane? Today, 100 percent of those really? drivers. Because I see people doing it all the time, and it just, like, when I, pa- I always, anytime something like that happens, when you pass them, you got to get a good look. Like, oh, let me see what fucking idiot's doing this. And half the time, it looks like they just have no clue that they're doing something wrong. Like, what? What's the problem? I, I think I'm so, going some 40 people, miles an hour in the fast Yeah, line. some people don't know the rules. Other people really think that they're getting, really going, like, oh, you and your trailer with your nine kayaks and three bikes and a fishing boat behind your 83 suburban oh yeah man you're really gonna get around that was, that was like an old stanhope bit of like just driving it's like oh one guy i got stuck behind one truck full of pig shit going 40 miles an hour but then the other truck full of pig shit's going 40 and a half miles an hour so he's gonna pass him <laughs> for the next five hours <laughs> yeah i like the the eventual pass i had one dude we were coming back because we, we went camping last week and like no signal in like pulled in front of me to, to pass. And so like I'm not on his ass. He just like pulled in front of me. But then he was like crazy, like making all these like 
jerk-off gestures at me, and then at one point decided to do double jerk-off gestures at me, and then he just drove onto the shoulder because he wasn't steering anymore. And I was like, oh, man, I wonder if that's what I look like when I lose my cool. How do you do the double jerk off? So both one hand out, one hand out the, the window, wheel? and one hand he uh-huh. was in a pickup, so I had like a clear view of what he was doing through his rear view win- window, and he just had both hands out, like like huh. you know like cross country ski jerk off motion, and I was like I didn't even do anything, man. I was like calm. I was like you didn't even use a signal and pulled in front of me to pass, and so I'm just naturally up your ass because you pulled. In front of me. You put your ass mm-hmm. in front of me, and now I'm up it. Anyway, hmm. two old men complaining about drivers. <laughs> I uh, I miss, there's part like like the 110 in like East L.A. Ooh. where it was just like, oh, you make a right turn, and then you have seven yep. feet to merge on to a uh, literal expressway. <laughs> like, yeah, that's the worst freeway I've ever been on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's I think because it's one of the earliest. It's one of the first uh, freeways. We talked about, didn't we talk about that? Oh, that's yeah. how like uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit was kind of mm-hmm. based around that. Yeah. We discussed this. Yeah. Okay. I was hoping to get, I didn't stay up late enough. I want to see some of these Starlink satellites. Oh, that, yeah? That everybody's excited about. You see any of those yet? There's like a bunch of them. They're all in a row and they come just parading through the sky. Really? Yeah. Where are they supposed to be at right now? Uh, the sky. I bet I mean, like, so they're making their way over America right now? Yeah, there's actually a Starlink tracker. Oh. I was looking on it. Like, there's satellites now, so just like the space station, if it's a clear night and you're in the right area, you'll see it. So I, I, I think everybody gets a chance to see them pretty much. Hmm. But they were uh, they were floating around northern, northern U.S., Apparently there's a, a, few, a, I don't know how many of them, but a few of them floating right in a row, because that was what happened a few weeks ago, and people were like, "What is this?" Oh and it yeah, was the Starlink satellites. Hmm. And uh, I know the world's in turmoil, but I got a new summer jam, so I'm all right, you know. What's your summer jam? Um, well, okay. Do you like uh, Biggie Smalls? Yeah, yeah. I got no problem with Biggie. All right, you know, going back to Cali, you know that song, classic. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I've stumbled about upon a remix of it that's got steel drums in the background. Some people might think it's <laughs> blasphemous. It is a mm-mm-mm summertime jam, Dave. Okay. A little steel drum and biggie. Steel drum, yes. The, the juxtaposition is nice because then it's like kind of a fun summer song it's about going back to Cali, although nobody calls it mm-hmm. Cali. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> But then the steel drums kind of lighten up the edge of him being like, I got my dick sucked. And you're like, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> so it kind of balances. Oh. He's always getting his dick sucked wearing gold, man. Or he was. Oh, man. Man, you thought, yeah. you thought having like a great aunt dying and having to divvy up the jewelry was hard. Imagine a rapper dying. Mm. Yeah, it's a. It's a lot of bling to disperse. A lot of nephews laying <laughs> laying claim. Oh boy! Well, I'm glad you got a new summer jam. That's exciting. I'm in a good mood, man. You know, in spite of that's good. You know, the war crimes happening around the globe with the U.S. allies, so America won't do anything. Outside of that, I'm I'm feeling good, man. 
Man, I don't know. I, I've never understood the conflict over there. I don't know what side I'm supposed to be for or against. I mean, it sure does seem like Israel's a big... And I, yeah, okay, I don't know either. Israel seems like a big bully to Palestine, but Israel's an ally of the U.S. China's uh, uh, got the, the internment camps or concentration camps for the Muslims there, uh, except they make all our shit, so nobody's going to war with them. Anyway... That's my, I read the headline in the first paragraph of a couple articles summary. Yeah. Nobody's coming to us for news. No. coming. To, they're coming to us for Micheladas and Summertime Jams. <laughs> Biggie Smalls, Viceroy Remix. Get your little Clamato in your beer and some steel drums. Biggie getting his dick sucked more a big chain. <laughs> Live your life. Live your summer where you can. <laughs> oh, my God. What'd you do today? You coming back from Eugene. What'd you do in Eugene? I went down. Uh, old Kurt Neal was uh, shooting a short film. He's He lives oh, down yeah? in Eugene. Yeah. So I was helping him out with that last Kurt. night. And I'm like, I almost did. I was like, you got the van, and there's all these bike trails everywhere in the Pacific Northwest. Take the van, mm -hmm. camp out, and hit some trails. So I did that. <clears throat> Uh, this dumb dumb parked right next to some train tracks, so I got to work a little harder Ugh. on my spots. Yeah. Um, and then just did a. I was looking at some rides that I was like trying to figure. I'm like, all right, like I'm not good at mountain biking, Dave. You everybody knows uh -huh. that. I've posted videos, but I like it. A you're lot. pretty good, dude. I can, I wouldn't say you're bad. I, now, granted, I don't know what the measuring stick is, but you look like you know what you're doing. For the for the amount of time I've been doing. Everything I've been doing, guitar, bikes, I suck at all of it. Marginally mm -hmm. decent at comedy. And that's been half of my life. Mm -hmm. And I think I'm in the upper 40% of working comedians. I'll give that, I'll give myself <laughs> that much. Mm -hmm. no, I think you're doing better than that. Thir that's 38, right. the upper, upper 38%. Okay. But, uh, but like, all right, like I could do black. Trails like black diamond trails, mm -hmm. but the one it was like a 12 mile ride to get to it. I'm like, your, your knees aren't doing that anymore, buddy. We're, we're out of that mm. game. So I got up, I took a shuttle. It's fun. Somebody just drives you to the top of the mountain, laziest shit you could do. It's great. So I did that, I like that. Got up there, came down, didn't crash. I'm gonna put. I got my other beer here. I'm gonna let that sit on my knee, just cause you know, just keeping things maintenance, personal maintenance. Mm -hmm. But I'm feeling. Uh, I feel good about it, man. I went out and rode. Good, I rode buddy. a little last week. We were camping at a place called Lost Lake last week. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. Took the van. Rachel and I were snug as a bug in there. Took a rowboat out of nice. onto a cold lake. Nice day, but cold lake, so we couldn't swim. But. Just rode a boat around, rode a boat and drank beers. Real simple living, Dave. Where'd you get a rowboat? Oh, they rent them. Oh, okay. I, I thought uh, maybe a new acquisition there. You strap it on the no, nah, man. I'm not. The no, no, I'm not. Uh, I maybe a kayak, but I look at those. I'm like, that doesn't fold up, or you can't take the wheel. Like a kayak's just a kayak. Like that's mm -hmm. the shape you got to deal with. I know there's like inflatable ones, but. I'm 44, man. I don't want to rely on inflatable anything anymore. <laughs> I think I'm old enough to have, have solid-bodied items. 
<laughs> I'm glad you're getting some uh, camping out of that van. It's so that's one of the best things about the van is just how easy it is to camp in. Like you don't have to pull out a tent. You don't have to do anything. You just pull up, boom, I'm ready. No, it was really like, we're tired? Cool, just climb on into bed. And Rachel, because once the season opened up for campgrounds, Rachel's just like, I know they fill up. So she just started grabbing a bunch. She's like, I don't know what dates you have for touring or anything. I just grabbed these spots. So we're going again next week to another spot. Nice. Um, no squatches, though. No? On Forch. There's a lot of snow. There's still snow cover up where we're camping, too. Hmm. So... But uh, I don't know. I'm starting to think Squatch is just a hyper intelligent <clears throat> portal portal traveling being, and he, yeah. he's not. He, the, he, she, they are not. Uh, they got they got no interest in people. No, no. And I think they have just as much fun. I think they're putting out the shitty videos. You think so? I think Sasquatch is making shitty videos of himself. Mm. More disinformation. Y'all know that's me. Dis- Check it out. <laughs> mm. I think that's what's up. What's going on? I've been talking enough. What's going on with you, man? Sorry, buddy. Oh, man. Had, uh, had fun the other day. Went out <laughs> and had my first meal at a sit down restaurant in a long, long time. All right. Tell me about, Dude. Tell me about what your first venture was well it may it may not be what you think it is I feel i was feeling a little out of the box i wanted what you go soup plantation <laughs> which is with the smoothie shack uh no um dude me and katie little uh little late lunch katie and i not me and katie katie and i little late lunch uh i love i love a late lunch early dinner you know off peak hours hey dave, lo- you know, dave right. loves a meal when it's not time to eat <clears throat> Oh, you just, I, I, I hate making that joke every time, Dave. But, but it's oh, good God! You're just lobbing it over the net at me. Hey, everybody, Dave likes eating between meals too. Uh, holy shit! Call the newspaper. Oh God, that's so funny. No, I do. I love. Uh, I like. I like a non-crowded restaurant. Anyway. That, did, uh, that I understand. Ha- yeah, that vibe. Yeah, w- went to King's uh, King's Fish House in Long Beach, and just threw down on oysters. Okay, just be- beer and oysters, and uh, a few. We had some mussels and stuff, but mainly uh, all shellfish. And uh, between the two of us, we ate three dozen oysters, a dozen little neck clams, and a pound of uh, sautéed mussels. And oh Ooh-hoo. boy, got uh, got a little little beer buzz, a little day drinking, a couple of Stellas, a bunch of oysters, and oh boy, we had a good time. And uh, man, it was close. Sat indoors. Yeah. They had the they had the indoor and the outdoor. I was like, no, no, I, I want the full experience. Let's put the roof over our head. Yeah, and, some shelter, uh, boy. Yeah. Oh, it was, it was so fun, dude. It was such a good time. Walk there too. I love that. I love being able just to walk to a good restaurant. Walk home. King's Fish House. I think I had been. Yeah, I think I went there with my mom. It's a good time. I love a good, uh, uh, yeah, good old. Just yeah, like like I'm not always in the mood for mussels or oysters, but like Mm -hmm. when I am, it's like here we go. Yeah, like Connie and Ted's. We went to that Connie and Ted's, and we're like, yeah, let's do Mm -hmm. this. 
Yeah. And I don't know anything about oysters. Uh, so you start with the, uh, the sampler platter, the sampler dozen, and they, they explain, you know, what each one is. And uh, then, then from there, you pick your highlights. So we, we found the two favorites out of the sampler platter and then uh, got a dozen each of those. So, uh, oh, boy, good times. Good on you, man. It, 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 it feels good. I know the CDC was like, you don't have to wear masks now. Mm-hmm. I'm like, really? All right. Now, is that across the board in all states, or, or what is that? I, I can't keep up with all the new regulations. No, which was what that's what people's complaints were early on. I don't know. I think I don't see much of harm in wearing one, like traveling on a plane or stuff. You see, like nobody got the flu. Nobody got said like I don't, I don't think it's just a bad practice to kind of just hang on to in general. Well, I mean we'll see. I'll yeah. see if I put my money where my mouth is about it, but I don't know. I'm definitely of the people that are kind of over it. I know like I was announcing shows and I saw a couple people were like, "Well, I'm vaccinated, but I don't want people are like is you have to show proof of vaccination." I'm like, "Well, I'm not doing that." I thought about mm-hmm. it. I, uh, naively, I'm just uh, counting on people to not be assholes, which is Mm -hmm. probably a mistake. Mm -hmm. But I'm I'm touring, man. The way I figure, I'm like, all right, I'm vaccinated. The vaccines are available. So anybody who's got a head on their shoulders and not up their ass, hopefully got theirs, and you can come to the show. And if you didn't get vaccinated... Well, guess what? I got 10 minutes calling you a fuck face right there, live in person, and I got your money while I do it. So, okay. <laughs> That's my take on it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm going to keep wearing that mask, at least indoors. I wear it in the place, stores. You know. I mean, it's still a lot of wear it in the store and everything. So I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it feels <sighs> weird, man. Feels weird. Everything kind of getting back to normal, at least slowly. I'm excited to do. I'm excited to do shows. You said you got some shows. I booked my first show. I'm uh, working on a fall tour. Um, All right. I didn't. You know, I, I I gotta. I still got a lot of rust to knock off. So I'm gonna take a few months just do shows locally, and yeah. then um, yeah, book book the first date uh, October. Uh, a Savage Henry Comedy Club. All right, it's a good Eureka. time up there. Yeah, man. Yep. When are you coming? When are you, when are you going through there? Give people the dates. Um, That's why we October started this goddamn 20... podcast is to promote comedy. It's not like we fucking are podcasters. We're bad at this, Dave. October twenty second, twenty third, I believe is the dates. I know that's a long way away, but that's twenty third. Uh, All right. Then hopefully, uh, working on a Pacific Northwest tour. Hopefully, I'll have some Portland dates, Seattle dates, maybe Spokane, maybe Tacoma. Who knows. I'm, I'm so gonna we'll be. Uh, I'm gonna be on the east. I'm gonna be competing with you on the east coast longitudinally. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna be in uh, New England. Oh yeah. So I think on a well latitude goes longitude goes up and down, but it measures across. Latitude goes is, uh, mm-hmm. around the equatorial. Why? Do, why am I figuring this out on air? Well, you guys want to hear me do nah. math? Fuck. <laughs> but that's good, man. We're getting back there. Yeah, dude. Yeah, man. 
I uh, I forgot that I live near a bar in a party district because when we yeah. moved here, uh, we only lived here about a month before COVID really broke out and everything mm-hmm. kind of locked down. And now uh, things are starting to open up, and, man, it is just every night just noisy, just, you know, bar hoppers yeah. walking back to wherever they park. Just, yeah. Man, I forgot how fucking noisy drunk people are. I don't think I was. I don't think I'm a noisy drunk. I'm a fairly quiet drunk. Yeah, I haven't seen you get too rowdy. Yeah, I, 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 you know, I mean, there's a few times like when I, you know, picked Ryan Singer up and well threw him into your face. That's outside of Jumbo's clown room, but. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I thought Sorry. that that was before in the the hotel room in Hawaii. Yeah, you don't get loud. You just kind of get like uh, like Donkey Kong strength. <laughs> like you just get drunk and then you want to like throw barrels around. Yeah. <laughs> like we need to just we need Move to just logs. as long as you get drunk in a bar or in a bar that has like an arm wrestling machine or one of those test your strength <laughs> speed bags, then you're okay. Otherwise. If there's no device around for you to pressure release, somebody's yeah. getting thrown. A human being's getting yeah. thrown. Got to keep his hands occupied. Yeah, so that's right. But I yeah, every drunk. night, just a parade of drunks just hooting and hollering. Well, you know, well, yeah, what do you do? Back to the back to the world, man. I wonder if I'm gonna yeah. like living in the burbs as much when things are back open. But I I think I was liking it before because I would tr- I would. Do the road so much Then when I got home I'm like I'm not looking like I gotta find a new place To hang out I'm like nope I just wanna have my one spot Like when I live across From Red Line I'm like I wanna go to my one bar When I get off the road Have my drinks by myself Look at my comedy notes And then walk home So we'll see if I'm into that mm-hmm. Okay Um what any any spooky stuff happening? This is a boogie monster with Colin Dave By the way everybody Oh yeah Intro Yeah that's us 21 minutes Um Mm-hmm. Try to be more professional, Dave. Listen, there's, oh, yeah. these, there's podcasters out there making a lot of money. I saw that article. Yeah. Oh, it was an article. I don't know. I just I'm, yeah. I know that there are. And oh, they we, had a, we're not an we're not them. We're not in the top ten, not yet. So nope. Some of some of these folks making some good good cheese. A lot of lot of money going out there. I think. Uh, what do we need? Do we need more inside jokes? Yeah, we need uh, we need more famous buddies to come on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We should laugh at each other's jokes more. A little more controversy, maybe. Maybe I could. One of us could uh, go viral with a stand-up clip. You know, maybe berating ethnicities. Oh man, who knows? I saw that, and then I saw the longer clip, and I was like, hmm. it was him trying to satire the guy before him. And uh, opinions aside, I thought. People kind of jumped the gun on that one. I'm not judging. Oh, really? I'm not judging anything mm-hmm. off of 30 seconds of video anymore. If you're True. like, we got video. Is it five minutes long? Oh no, it's it's less than 30 seconds. Nope. I don't care what it is. Mm-hmm. I'm I need more video than 30 seconds to start taking stances. Because mm-hmm. I watched it. I thought Hinchcliffe was basically the guy before him. You know, did a lot of jokes about. Being Asian, he's an Asian guy. And then Hinchcliffe made a bad choice with the type of satire he was trying to do, in my opinion. But I don't think it was a racist thing. I think it was a bad comedic choice. 
And you, yeah, I was more pay, offended. You, you pay the price comedian. for it, but mm. I don't think it was. I don't think it came from a racist place. I think it came from a, I'm an edgy comic. Look at me do edgy comic shit. Oh, that is the purposefully edgy comedy is to me. It's so fucking tired and lazy. Yeah, and boring. Who gives a shit? Not many people do it to where I'm excited. I think I still think Jezelnik is exciting because you you're still not sure where he goes with it. Yeah, and you could tell it's all fictional. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like Daniel Sloss. He's a Scottish fella, mm-hmm. and uh, real young, cocky son of a bitch. I know I've done festivals with him. I hang out with him, uh, but uh, mm-hmm. and he does stuff that can get real bleak. But then he he knows what he's doing. Like he's in control, and that that whole clip was just kind of. The Hinchcliffe thing. I was like, ah, it just seems like, uh, yeah, you tried to be edgy and it uh, blew up in your face, and mm-hmm. so deal with it. You take, you take, no, you're you right, take though. big risks. You could either a big reward or big uh, pile of shit comes at you. Mm-hmm. But I don't. That I, context is important, though. Yeah, I, I like your your policy about you need to see more than thirty seconds. Yeah, because all I saw was I'm like, well, why is he saying it like this? I I, I know as a comedian. Nobody's just going to be like, oh, I'm just a totally racist dude who's going to do this. I'm like, no, why, why did you make this choice as a comedian, as an experienced comedian? Why did you make this choice? But I'm also another comedian. So even with like the Shane Gillis shit, I'm like, okay, let me hear more about this story. Because as a comedian, why did you make the cho- this choice? Mm-hmm. Uh, I've ma- I made, I still make bad choices. And I'll continue to make bad choices because comedy is practiced live and that's it. Your failure is in front of people. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't get to fall alone in a gym practicing your gymnastics. Mm -hmm. So. Well, I'm always, I'm always confused. I mean, yes, it's bad choices, but I don't know if it's so much anymore, but like, it seems like 10 years ago it was, all the edgy comics were just doing whatever they could to, like, uh, for example, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna figure out how to drop the n word in my set, mm-hmm. and we had a we had a doofus in Atlanta, a real real fucking doofus, and not necessarily racist. Like he he was a doofus, but he never he never came off as racist or prejudiced. Just just a dork, and uh, I, he was hosting a show one night, and uh, I'm not gonna name any of the comics, but uh, mm-hmm. a black comic went up, did fine. And the the dorky host I'm talking about, he's like, "All right, uh, keep it going for blankety blank. Uh, we've we've seemed to have fulfilled our inward quotient for the evening." But he didn't say inward, yeah. and everybody's jaws just dropped. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. And and we knew the guy. Like like he's. I mean, he might be a closet racist, but he's never done like overtly racist material. But my point is. You could tell in his mind, like, oh, I'm just going to shock everybody. <laughs> they didn't yeah. see that coming. And it's like, okay, you may not be genuinely racist, but that's still just a terrible choice and a terrible device. Like, why? Yeah. I, I never understood how, like, oh, I'm edgy. You know, N-word. Ha-ha. Get it? Like, I have the whole Trader Joe's bit is me doing racist accents. I acknowledge it in the bit. 
Like, if somebody yeah. wants to light me up for shit I've done in my past, it's out there. You can find it right now. The shit I drew on my sister's cats when she got two kittens, <laughs> and I just drew horrible shit because they're kittens. So I drew the most horrible shit because I just learned Microsoft Paint or whatever. And I just drew horrible shit. Horrible racist Asian stuff. Fucking swastikas. Because they were kittens. And I thought that was hilarious. The juxtaposition was hilarious. Mm-hmm. And that's out there. So if you want to cancel me, it's there. Just look for it. You can find it. I know it's out there. So there you go. I had a bit where I said the N-word. I don't know. Do we have this conversation? Did we talk about this before? No, I don't think so. This is news to me. No, one of my first... First bits, and I was nervous about doing it, but it was about how, again, I thought I wanted to say it, but not just for shock value, but what's the context I was saying? I was like, that people like think rap music uh, glorifies violence, and that's why there's violence, because they glorify all that. It's like, no, it, it, it causes violence, because it teaches white kids that it's okay to call each other the N-word. And I told a story about how I was in Burger King, stoned off my ass, and my buddy just goes, N-word, this is the best burger I ever ate. And then I said, like, we were white, and the employees of the Burger King were not, and there was some violence. Uh, mm. And so I, I say the word in it because that's how casual we got listening to rap music for a while and thinking that when we were 19, that that was uh, an ironic way to address each other. Mm-hmm. And I was 19. I could look back mm-hmm. and be like, oh, man, I was a fucking idiot for, for men, many reasons when I was 19, not just that one. Mm-hmm. But the joke, that was the joke, was about like, oh, it's making it nonchalant for white people to say the word. So I say it in the context mm-hmm. of that, how like, yeah, we, I, I said it. And uh, it was a black guy going, that joke's real funny, and you need to keep that in the set. <laughs> so... Okay, <laughs> but it was the context of it, and yeah, and again, man, like I, 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 I don't think it's from a racist place. I think it's a bad choice of trying to be the edgiest dude, uh, you know. And if you're trying to be edgy, you're gonna eat your dick occasionally. Well, and I think as a comedian, my problem with a lot of these edgy comics is it's such a crutch, you know, because they, they don't have a whole lot else to stand on. So, hey, check out these inappropriate jokes. But that some people like that kind of comedy, too. That's the brand True. of comedy they want. Like, that's a, it's a whole scene that we're not part of. Yeah. You know? Just so and, boring. And I'll probably take some shit for I, I'm not defending him. I'm just saying, like, I did I watched that clip and I watched him come out of the bit. And yeah, it just seemed like it was uh fake uh fake racism to be edgy and uh and you got bit. Mm-hmm. But it's all it's gonna do is the people that were gonna be mad weren't gonna be his fans anyway. Mm-hmm. And he's got all this free press, which an edgy comic, fucking, you love that shit. Mm. You love it. And then anybody who was a fan or is just like, God forbid, you know, these marginalized kind of, not full alt-right, but like free speech libertarian types are going to be on his side, you know, because they'll like something 
just like the left will like a, a an overtly liberal comic that's not funny, mm-hmm. but they're going to support them because they're for the right reasons. You got yeah. libertarians that are going to support unfunny comics on that side because they're a lot of people have made careers out of that too. Uh, yeah, because they're aligned with that. And meanwhile, in the middle, there's a lot of people that are just fucking hilarious that aren't famous because they didn't align with anybody's pl- or they they waver between. Oh, you're not liberal. You said something that doesn't align with my liberal views, so therefore uh, you're dismissed entirely as a comedian. Or boy, you know, you said something that's a little too uh, soft for my libertarian right wing views, so now I can't like any other shut because you're a fucking cuck beta male or whatever word they get a hold of and beat to death like Lenny with the fucking rabbits. Yeah. Boy, I got a lot. What happened? I was in good vibes. I got to listen to that Biggie song. Oh, it's, it's all right, buddy. It's okay. But everything's got to be an issue. I don't know, fucking man. Yeah. Man, my new shit? I lose a lot of people with my new shit. Oh, yeah? What are you talking about? Probably. I don't know. I have one bit that I can't get to work. I'm like, I think the left prioritizes mental health uh, too much, which is why we'll never have a viable assassin. You know, like nobody's ever going to shoot Trump because like anybody that that's that's that nutty on the left is going to have a support group going. You want to talk about it? Let's go. We should see, let's get you to see somebody first. Whereas on the right, if somebody doesn't like something, they're just, you know, one person called him a fag once and they're just building bombs in the basement of their non-denominational church the next day. <laughs> and I said the F word in that bit because it's about what somebody called a person to get him mad. Mm-hmm. Mm. Anyway, that's, yeah. A lot of r- weird death <laughs> shit. <laughs> And, oh yeah, yeah. Or just like I've been writing dark, like it's about how mass shootings make me reconsider my outfit when I leave the house to run errands. Now <laughs> <laughs> I try to dress a little nicer. <laughs> I, yeah, they're gonna be worked out. All right, Nashville. No, that it. is Nashville, seventeenth, eighteenth, and nineteenth <laughs> of June. Come see how these fucking bits fly. That. It's fun having a mass shooting joke in a set, knowing that every two months it's going to be harder to do than normal. Yep. Um, Dude, you got to do me a favor when you go to Nashville. What's that? You what do owe I, it to yourself. What do I got to do? Two restaurants. I need to. I need you to get to, uh, meals at two different restaurants. All right. You gotta. You gotta try Big Bad Breakfast, the best breakfast I've ever had. I had it. Not in, even. Close. I had it in. Um, Birmingham. Oh, you've been there. Oh, West. Okay. Yeah, I was. I was West right. Van Horn works for him, yep. right? Yeah, well, he used to. Yeah, he used to. He doesn't anymore. Okay. But, uh, yeah. So they got. Uh, I think the Birmingham one might have been the original, but yeah, they got a couple in Birmingham. They got one in Nashville. I think they got one in Charleston. But uh, okay, so you've been there. He brought. Go, I don't know if I'd been there. Yeah. What's the place that used mm-hmm. to be the Bottle Tree in Birmingham, and now it's a restaurant? Don't know. I don't know. It was one restaurant. He was working for like a series uh-huh. of restaurants. Uh-huh. And so I was eating there, yeah. and then he brought me breakfast from Bid Brad Breakfast to that restaurant. Oh. I was already eating one okay. meal, <laughs> and he brought me another meal to eat. I'm like, dog, yeah. I got to like live long enough to do a show tonight. No, that's how we do it in the South, man. You just, you just go with it. 
But you got to eat Big Bad Breakfast, and you got to check out Arnold's for lunch. Arnold's, meat and three. Right. You can get uh, you, you can forego the meat and just uh, get the three, or maybe four or five. But uh, oh boy, yeah. Oh, home cooking, country cooking, just top of the line, just unreal. Arnold's get you, you get you a veg. Get you a veggie plate. Oh, man, they don't have it. Uh, it's not, at least as of last year, it wasn't part of the regular rotation, but they have a, sometimes they have a daily special side of uh, cauliflower casserole. Oh, okay. boy, maybe the best side dish I've ever had in my life. Oh, it like a bunch of cauliflower just, and butter and cheese and shit? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> get you some cauliflower casserole. Get you some green beans. Get you some butter beans. Oh, boy. Oh, they got fish there, too. You get you a nice... Uh, Fried catfish fillet, or grilled catfish, yeah, maybe like some trout. Yeah. I just saw another yeah, article that says fish feel pain. I'm like, fuck, man. Oh, really? Don't do Why do we me. think that they don't? Just because of the Nirvana lyric or what? Who said they don't feel pain? That's a Nirvana lyric? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I, I, honestly, I understood Weird Al with the mouth full of marbles making fun of him more than I understood Nirvana lyrics. Um, I don't know. They got that they got nerve receptors and uh, you know what? We all conveniently ignored these things. And it was my last it's the final boss of living things that'll eat. And now I'm like, wow. God damn it. No, but like did you hear somewhere like like why, like people like you, some pescatarians, if you will. Why, why will they? I, I just saw an article. They they I just saw fish? an article about it, and I was like, I'm not reading it, not yet. So, no, but initially, like initially, why did you decide to eat fish and not other animals? Like, why is fish okay before this article came out? So I don't like them. I don't give a shit about them. <laughs> no, I just I don't care they're, about them. Like I don't have pricks. like I don't look at a fish and have any feelings. I don't have emotions for a fish. I see a cow in a, I that? see a cow in a field. I'm like, look at that guy. He's, look at these got eyelashes. Looks cute. I look at a fish. I go to an aquarium, and I'm just like, this is all delicious. Okay, this is interesting though, coming from someone you know who doesn't eat meat. Like, so a, a chicken. What's the difference between a chicken and a fish in terms of I can look at them and and decide that this guy this guy sucks and this guy's. I don't know, but you pick you pick up a chicken. You could hold a chicken. It's nice. You ever see a silky chicken? It's... <laughs> no, I don't think I've seen a look silky at, chicken. Look up a silky chicken. It looks like it's got the old, like, it's good, like it looks like it got, like olive oil pants on. Like a I cart- like the chickens that have the big fluffy boots, the big fluffy those are like, feet. Those are like the... silky chickens, yeah. Okay, I like those guys. I don't know. They're birds. They're just out, mm-hmm. stuck. You know, we, we corralled them up in a fish. Like, and I've done the bit, but like fish can get like, you can get away. Hmm. How do you keep getting caught? Hmm. Yeah, you think the word would get around. Like, you, hey, don't uh, don't eat those metal hooks. Yeah, you're They're not worms. You're hunting. You just surprise the deer and ruin its day. A fish is like, ah, oh, look, one of these again. See if my luck's better today. No, it's not, dummy. <laughs> Dinner time. <laughs> Stupid. I don't like them. <laughs> they look like a bunch of fuck faces. That's the problem. <laughs> bunch of gap, good bunch of gap mouth fuck faces swimming around with not a single thought in their brain. Oh my god! 
salmon swimming upstream just to lay eggs like a bunch of dummies. (laughs) Oh, boy. Anyway. You're a trip, Canaan. Having a You're day. A damn trip. Having a day. Uh, let's, let's talk about some UFOs real quick. I would love to. Um, this video apparently just leaked a few days ago. Uh, I sent it to you. Apparently, uh, well, let's watch this video was shot July 15th, 2019, off the coast of San Diego. And, oh boy, this is a good one. Um, Get the oh boy who, seal of approval. Who sh- who, yeah, who shot this? Uh, the... Uh, who shot you? Uh, the Navy. The Navy. Um, let's see here. Where did my notes go? I don't know. Uh, yeah, U.S. Navy photographed and filmed a uh, spherical-shaped UFO that seemed mm-hmm. to be capable of traveling not only in air but underwater. So this thing, is, they, travel, they, they follow this thing for a few miles. And uh, in the video, I don't know if you got... Uh, we, I'm watching it right now. We got a little dot. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it, you see how it seems to be pulsating and maybe even morphing and changing shape a little bit. Like it's not just a just a static dot. Like it, yeah. it seems like it's got some movement going on there. Like other than just flying, but like it seems. No, the, the, it uh, looks like it's sitting in water the way it's moving. Like mm-hmm. something's vibrating inside water. Mm-hmm. And then it just it it drops down into the water. Oh, and spoiler they, alert, if, dude! I'm only at forty seven. Oh, seconds. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't watched the full minute yet. <laughs> whoa, whoa, man. Take it easy. <laughs> oh, but this is from Jeremy Corbell. It's that numb nuts from uh, the Lazar Well, he didn't film it. Yeah. I know you think he's a goober, but uh, he didn't film it. He just got a hold of the footage somehow. I don't know how he got a hold of the footage. But, yeah, why uh, does he get his watermark on it? That's the disinformation yeah, well, campaign right there. Oh, this looks believable. Oh, Corbell's got it. Never mind. He's out there, you know, kicking up dust, looking under rocks, finding this shit, you know. But it's a good one. Um, right. Filmed a couple years ago. It, it leaked uh, the other day, and right off the coast of San Diego. Um, drops into the water. They say in the audio, uh, you can hear the, uh, the naval dudes. They, they use the phrase splash. But it, that just means it went in the water. It, it, that's the point why I think why everybody was shocked. Um, people who really studied this video is it went in the water, but they say completely undisturbing the water whatsoever. Like they, they say splash, but there was no splash, no nothing. It just like whoop, just kind of vanished in into the water uh, with no splash, no nothing. How are we? And how, how are we seeing? Um, let me read this. I'm trying to see. Okay, object mm-hmm. was filmed using night vision and. FLIR Technologies was also tracked on military radar. It was released and published by investigative filmmaker Jeremy Corbell. Why why are they giving it to this dude? I don't know. This fucking 311 roadie coming in and really <laughs> muddying up the whole scene. Oh man. It's a good video though. So that one, uh, that one dropped the other day, and then uh, last night, I uh, I don't make it a habit to watch uh, much network television, but uh, every now and then I'll watch sixty minutes. 
I don't know if that's just a nostalgia thing. I, I like I the it, like a news magazine show, a little twenty twenty. I like the TikTok, TikTok. Uh, I remember watching sixty minutes from the time I can remember. Mm-hmm. Just uh, Sunday night, got to watch sixty minutes. Anyway, uh, they talked about some stuff there uh, last night, and um, they had this dude on, and well, they had a couple different dudes on, but this uh, this one guy was talking about. Um, everything he's seen throughout his career in the military. But then they talked to this other dude in the Navy who um, is a pilot and somewhere on the East Coast, I think right off of, uh, right near Maryland. But he said, uh, oh yeah, we saw them every day. This guy was like, for for a few years when I was training every day and, and flying these uh, fighter jets, we would see shit like this every single day. Really? Like that's crazy, that people well, that might have you know pilots, uh, military personnel, people that uh, are around, you know, putting themselves in positions where they might see this stuff. That he's like, oh yeah, we saw this stuff every single day. I heard the the take of um, keeping it secret on the government's part is because. You know, how dare the U.S., you know, the, the, the strongest military on earth admit that there's something that has more advanced capabilities than we have. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, and how... Shit, where was I reading? Just about how, like, military engagement... Would be the doom. Would just be the doom of everything. Mm-hmm. So that's why, like, they can't. They can, because the skeptics that don't believe in UFOs are just be like, "Oh, cool! So another government on Earth has this technology, and we don't." So that's why they don't come out with it. Uh, you know, you'd have to admit that. Uh, oh, and uh, military has weapons that we haven't figured out. But I, I. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Does it really seem like anybody can have secrets? Well, and what's the difference if this is another country's military or something from another planet? Like, Oh, it's another like country's it's military? Obvious. Come on, man. Have you not been behind a fucking pickup truck with a red, white, and blue Punisher sticker and an all-guns-matter sticker? This and, is the greatest country. Yeah. We've got to be the greatest. Yeah. That's why. But I'm, I'm saying from the government's perspective, what does it matter if China or Russia has more technology than us? For the or same, if, the, you know, because I, I look at the government as the dude driving that pickup truck. Mm-hmm. Look at what the budget, like what, what outlandish amount are they going to spend on military shit now? And we don't have one of these Christmas lights that can zigzag back and forth, and we're spending trillions of dollars on fucking regular old airplanes that you got to put a guy in and then fly. Meanwhile, China's got a goddamn RC helicopter flying around that can go underwater. We're doomed. <laughs> we got Muslim slave labor making supersonic drones. Well, in this new video, I love, obviously I love a good UFO video, but the reason I, I like this one so much well, is a late lunch and a good UFO video, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I love a UFO video where we see it going into the water. I love the concept of UFOs going into water because 
That means there's probably under, and we've talked about this, there's probably underwater alien bases. And if you think about that, like, I I just love the concept that, no, no, they're here. Like, we don't have to even look to the sky or another galaxy. They're here. They're in our oceans right now, more Mm -hmm. than likely. Like, oh, I just love that. And that's why I'll still eat fish. Fish can see UFOs hiding and nobody finds them. And they're Mm -hmm. still dumb enough to get caught. So I'm eating fish. Yeah. Okay. It's starting to connect now. I get it. Fucking like, but yeah. yeah. The, the idea that uh, they're coming and going as they please via the Earth's oceans, like that's, that's incredible to me. Because I think, isn't it, I think I read somewhere that we've only explored roughly 10% of Earth's bodies of water. Yeah, and there's, like a, there's, and there's a lot out there, like, and it's like, why go to it? Why put... People and equipment at risk to map an ocean floor. You know, so so yeah, that, mean, that makes like why why that's why it's only ten percent been explored. What do you? Why go send a boat out of treacherous waters to map the ocean floor if there's nothing out there? Unless unless they can get money, unless they think it's like resources or something. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah, I I yeah. think that makes total sense that aliens can be like, ah, we're just gonna. It's the old uh, cop hiding behind the billboard speed mm-hmm. trap. Like, yeah, they'll never see us down here. <laughs> yeah, and why are we not, why is that not a possibility? Again, my whole argument of thinking, like, why aren't aliens seen as microscopic or minuscule uh, vehicles? Why are they always mm-hmm. vehicles that are somehow in a, of a relatable size? Mm-hmm. Uh, so why wouldn't they have the capabilities like, yeah, we're going to go amphibious? Man, that's interesting to think about a whole race of uh, aliens that are the size of insects. That's that's the way you do it. A little honey, I shrunk the kid action, you know? I uh, will get small. Uh, I'll see your no honey, I shrunk notice. the kid. I'll raise you um, batteries not included. Batteries not included. Even better. Yeah, little bitty, little bitty fellas flying around. Yeah. Why not? We're making drones the size of insects. Mm-hmm. Who's to say something like that? Can't, I mean, you think about how we've created micro technologies to bug people's buildings and all this shit. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't there just be a mothership outside of uh, you know our detectable universe sending little probes? I mean, I. Sky's the limit to what you can imagine about what an alien might be, so that's why I like going to those weird places with it. Mm-hmm. Well, I got another quick story for you. Get, this happened in with Bo- Bolivia. This happened in Bolivia a couple weeks ago. Get this shit, all right? All right. Near the town of uh, Montegudo, uh, back in April, a uh, little village there, Montegudo. I'm probably mispronouncing that. Um, so, several said it people. with confidence. I thought you were going to say that first and then say the word, but yeah. you just jumped right in, yeah. and that means you're growing, Dave, and I like that. Yeah, it's, it's true. Dave's just saying just the foreign the... words going big. You're ta- mm-hmm. Hey, look, at, you're taking chances. Swing the bat, Dave. Yeah. Make some contact. <laughs> uh, this little village, several people saw a, uh, a weird ball of light hovering not far off the ground. Then there was a crash. Apparently, apparently the uh, the light crashed down into the uh, to the ground, and everybody's uh, like, "Oh shit, what's going on here?" And this th- this 
ship, if you will, UFO, if you will. They said it started throwing fire. So it was up in the air, it crashed, it's on the ground, it's spitting out fire. Then, according to, to several witnesses, uh, a one-foot-tall, three-fingered creature no. exited the spaceship and ran around the town ch- uh, scaring all the kids and all the animals. <laughs> <laughs> one-foot-tall, three fingers. Okay, somebody's firework went... Goofball on him, and then a little ooga booga came out and chased all the goats around. Uh huh. Yeah, it said they said it had very large eyes, uh, yet it was unable to see. They said it had large eyes, yet was unable to see. How do they know it couldn't see? <laughs> I, I, uh, seriously, what do you mean it can't see? What do you yeah, know? Yeah. Uh, uh, upon exiting the craft, concerned residents claimed the oddity uh, proceeded to wander the streets. Frightening children who were watching all this unfold, the creature, which many likened to the legendary Chupacabra, eventually vanished into the night, and the craft that appeared to deliver it to Earth also disappeared. Um, a lot of witnesses saw it, though. That's the thing. I, I you know. What's a lot? They said dozens. So at least 24. <laughs> That's a good amount. Let me, all right, hold on. <laughs> ah, excuse me. Hold on. All right. Let me. Where was this? It was in Bolivia. Bolivia. What was it? What was the village? Uh, Montagudo. M O N T E A G U D O. I wanted to say Montaguido, but that sounds like a slur. I think you were right. Yeah. Montaguido. Means uh, Italian mountain. Um,. UFO. All right. Because anytime something's like oh, the vi- it happened in a village, I'm like, no, I'm fucking. Why? Why? I don't <laughs> give. Uh, I, they don't speak English. They probably got their facts wrong. No, it's the same reason. If some shit happens in, you know, some remote hill country in America, I'm like, no, you guys are on pills. See, I this thing, a I think, fucking, I think this is a squid un- fell out of a bias. firework. That's what I'm seeing from this story. <laughs> a squid fell out of a firework. Yeah, this is some pranksters from a different village. <laughs> Look at this drawing. Oh. <laughs> pranksters from a different village. See, I okay. Maybe I'm just as guilty for assuming this, but see, I always believe whenever it's you know some goat farmer in the Himalayan mountains says he saw a yeti, I believe I I believe him because I don't think he's in the business of bullshitting. He's not trying to go viral. No, he's in the business of goat shit. Yeah. So, like, what's his motivation to lie about this? I'm not. He's I'm, like, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm a simple goat farmer. I saw a thing. Believe me or not, I don't give a shit. I, I'm not saying that they're lying about it. I'm saying what they saw is not what they saw. I'm going to give them the Ryan Singer Appreciation Award of like, I don't uh-huh. believe you, but I know you believe you. <laughs> <laughs> that hence my problem with villagers. I'm guessing they don't have a lot of like reference material to go like, oh, it's definitely not, you know, an alien. It's this other stuff that I saw when I visited the city. 
Mm-hmm. You know, that's hence my distrust. Now, I don't think they're being dishonest. I think they're just maybe not of the most educated echelon to be going, yep, it's probably a UFO. Then you'd be like, have you ever seen a lime scooter? Like, what's that? And then it turns out it's a lime scooter. It was a dog, was a dog on a lime scooter. It's a dog with goggles on a lime scooter. Oh, God. Well, from my experience, uh, Bolivians are uh, fairly uh, honest people. What's your so experience? I, I got no reason. What's your experience with <laughs> Bolivians, no Dave? I think I had one work for me when I was in landscaping one time. So racist. I got no reason to I got no reason to believe. No, I, I think I did have a guy no, from Bolivia. Joking. <laughs> That's something I learned quick growing up in the South. Uh a lot a lot of Hispanics in the South, uh, at least mm-hmm. back in the day because of the construction boom. But uh boy, uh here's a little tip when dealing with uh Latinos, and I, I may be even getting that wrong. Mm-hmm. Um but it's pretty obvious. Not not every Latino is from Mexico. So these dumb rednecks think everybody who's Got brown skins, a Mexican. Who's Mexicans? And they're like, eh, actually, I'm from Guatemala. I'm yeah. from Honduras. Well, those are the same people that call anybody that's not from the South a Yankee. Oh, huh? Yeah, absolutely. So, you're from California. Don't don't Yankee. worry. The rest of the world's laughing at them. Oh yeah, <laughs> they're not winning. <laughs> <laughs> They can get in their truck with their USA Punisher logo. Made in the USA. Talk about fucking villagers you shouldn't trust. Americans. <laughs> the shit I want to go somewhere else for, man. I got Mexican food down the street. I ain't going to Mexico. France. They do have that. Bunch of frog kissing dude lovers. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Oh boy! So yeah, a lot of UFO stuff going on right now, man. Well, they again saying they just blasted all those Starlink satellites up there. Mm-hmm. We're starting to we're starting to poke around in the in the back forty. Mm-hmm. We don't know what kind of critters are going to come up. It's exciting. Yeah, it's an exciting time to be alive, Kyle. I mean, listen, I'm with you. Definitely, I t- I got my summer drink and my summer jam, so mm-hmm. I'm a little more easy going. Given the chaotic state of the world and the the uh, how divisive everything is all the time, and how the internet mm-hmm. is a source for information, but just uh, instead drives a wedge between friends and family and society. Outside of that, man, ooh, Micheladas and Viceroy Biggie remix. Rachel's out of town. I'm gonna play guitar real bad, real loud at my neighbor's dog. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, dog that doesn't stop barking. I'll give you a reason to bark today. Nilla, somebody learned three notes from Cult of Personality. I'm gonna play that shit Uh-oh. over and over again. The Living Color. That song still fucking shreds. That's a, that's a great riff, man. Great riff. That was. I tried to do it as a joke, but like. You know when you heard stereotypes and you just mm-hmm. never knew why they existed and there's like a stereotype that like first of all like oh like 
like black people don't like rock music and black people don't like to swim. And I'm like, all I know is like living color is a bunch of black dudes and they're wearing body glove wetsuits on stage. <laughs> yeah. So what are you talking about? <laughs> these guys, these guys are ready to fucking destroy some amps and then hang 10 right afterwards. I don't understand what you're saying. <laughs> oh. oh my God. Well, listen, I'm going to listen to some Living Color and try and play it, man. I haven't listened to them in a while, so. Yeah. Well, boy, howdy, Dave. Yeah, man. Well, I'm excited for you. You're doing um, shows. You're going out. Everybody's doing, we're getting there, man. Yeah, man. Slowly but surely. Uh, a couple thank yous real quick. I want to thank uh, listener Chris Berger. Sent me a uh, cool book on psychedelics that I will probably read at some point, maybe. All right. And uh, also, big thanks to listener Jake Miller. Who's a Patreon or patron? He uh, he mentioned on the Patreon that he was going to send us some shoes, and he did. Oh, Jake Miller sent us both uh, some new kicks. I hope so you don't didn't you, get Jake. fired, Jake. That was a nice thing. I it's <laughs> like I work I, at a shoe store. Doesn't work for a shoe company. He just works at a shoe store. No, I me- I messaged him and thanked him and and, and relayed that exact sentiment. And uh, he said, uh, "No worries, he owns the company." So okay, oh, okay. So yeah, yeah, he owns the company. So. Yeah, man. Just Thank you. Write dude. those off. That was cool, Rock man. We, we don't need gifts. Well, they call that in, that's nice. Though. In manufacturing, they call that uh, spillage. I think. Just write that off as spillage. He he, he broke some product. So. <laughs> I broke two pairs of shoes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I spilled them on the floor. They're no good. So I mailed them to these but guys. Yeah. They like broken shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jake. I appreciate that. But he gave me. I, I don't even think I mentioned this. I was talking about. Uh, we were talking about this on the Patreon about what kind of shoes we like. And I was talking about how I like uh, the retro Jordans and stuff. But I don't think I even mentioned my affinity for the Air Maxes. Uh-huh. And I had a pair. I had a pair of these like a year ago, and I uh, just wore them out. And uh, he sent me. I, but I, I don't think I mentioned this. But <clears throat> just by chance, he nailed it because he sent me the exact same pair that I used to have. How the fuck you wear out a pair of shoes in the last year? You've been in flip flops, dude. Treadmill, buddy. Ah, the treadmill. Pounding that pavement, kinda. You still on it? Oh yeah, man. Nice. Yeah. Good on you, man. Now, dude. Now, oh, now I'm. uh, Now I'm uh, really leaning into the the weights. Uh, Katie brought home. I got my own little weight bench. Got a little bench. She, she got me some, uh, I got some 25s. I'm about to get some uh, 50s. I'm doing a lot of dumbbell action. A little chest press, shoulder press, a little, little back work, some upright rows. But I yeah, didn't know I'm you had that much, uh, that much room. Yeah, yeah, we got uh, I, I cool figured little, since, uh, since you had kept the bike locked up outside, yeah, you didn't have a lot yeah, of we, room for that kind of stuff. That's, that's, you know, that's why. That's true. I think uh, it's true. So assuming you didn't have the room because the bike was outside. Yeah, you know, yeah it probably wouldn't have got stolen if I had it inside. I mean, You're right. if, they were, if they stole it, if they broke in and then stole the bike, there's a dumb robber. <clears throat> we got in the house. What should we take? Ah, oh, this shitty purple bike. <laughs> 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 I'm busting the balls, Dave. Good on you, man. You're getting no. getting shredded. Yeah. No, no, I'm getting huge. Been working out. I'm huge. So, get beefed up. Just to. Uh, Big beefy sauce daddy. Yeah, big beef, big am. beef sauce daddy. <laughs> big beefy fuck face Dave Stone. <laughs> big beefy fuck face. There's a shirt. Some new merch. Big beefy fuck face. Oh, you love it. What about it? <laughs> say, oh boy. Say something. What's the matter? Hell yeah, uh, man. 
What, what you plugging? What, what's next? Uh, what's closest to us on the uh, Calc name? I'm still, man, I'm going to get the proper show poster out in a day or two, which is bad. I might have to make some merch Ooh, off the poster. Yeah. I saw that. Sneak Samuel Lee that's, Turner that's out of Denver made it for me, and it is a beautiful. Um, but I will be in the shows for sure. Fayetteville, June 15th. Little Rock is Arkansas. Fayetteville, Arkansas, June 15th. Little Rock, June 16th. Nashville, Zanies, June 17th, 19th. Memphis, somewhere on the 22nd. Louisville on the 25th. And Fort Wayne, Indiana at the Tiger Room. On the 30th. Hell yeah, man. Getting there. Going to be in the van. Going to have the bike. Going to be in Arkansas for a while. Hitting them trails. So. Hell yeah, dude. I'll be there if somebody wants to put up with somebody who can confidently ride a blue trail. Moderately confidently ride a black trail. And. We'll be excited for the helicopter ride that comes after riding a double black trail. <laughs> I was about to ask you, what's above blue? Hit me up. It's uh, It goes green, blue, black, double black. And then I've seen red. I don't know if red is the same as double black or red's just like... Look up Red Bull Rampage. And that's not even okay. trails. It's just guys that put like a little pile of a... Uh, like a little... Two-foot pile of dirt in front of a cliff. And then they put a little two-foot pile of dirt about 70 feet away. <laughs> and that's oh, wow. where they land. It's, yeah, that's beyond what anything I could fathom doing with a bicycle. Well, so. don't be a hero. I Nobody's ever accused me of doing that. <laughs> Huge pussy. Huge puss. Big old puss. Big old fuck-faced puss. Fuck-faced. All right. Soft daddy. Soft daddy. Good catching up, buddy. Um, You got family Zoom coming up? Yeah, I'm going to go chit-chat with family. Right on, buddy. Um, What else? Patreon.com slash Boogie Monster. Four bucks a month. Get exclusive premium bonus content. Exclusive premies. That sounded... Never mind. (laughs) <laughs> oh boy um, Yeah, I'm still on Cameo Holler at me on Cameo uh, Cookbooks for sale at DumbDaveStone.com And uh, the Stonebergs uh, My podcast with my wonderful fiance Katie Every Wednesday So there's my plugs There we go We did it Holler at your boys We did it, buddy Holler at your well, man, have goddamn a- boys have a good one. Tell uh, Pat and Deb I said hello. Deb, Deb, we'll and Deb and Tegan are in Vegas right now, living that life. Really? And y'all still doing family Zoom? They gotta come up to the oh, room. Oh yeah, and, they got a cabana. Get on the Zoom. They got a cabana at the casino, so they're, they're gonna try. I like how committed casino. you guys are to the family Zoom. Yeah, it's not a lot to talk about, but we're doing it every Monday. So now they're just now they're just bragging about being from the cabana. So I gotta get on that. But uh, Dave, I want you to have a great week. Thank you, buddy. And uh, keep, you know, keep in touch, man. You know, call me when we don't have yeah. to do the show. Yeah, yeah, man. Let me know what's going on with your holler life. In, holler anytime. Holler at your boy, Dave. The Boogie Monster.
Scarpins Audio, a podcast, <clears throat> a podcast network.